0: How's it going? How's it going? And welcome to From the Sidelines. My name is Josh Duvall, and I'm here with Chad Davis, Devin Davis, and Noah Tyree. And today we got some NBA playoff action. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FTS Pod. You can email us at theftspod at gmail.com. And we got this thing flowing around there on the interwebs called a website. You can visit that at ftspod.com. That is ftspod.com if you can't spell. Let's get into some NBA playoff action. Go ahead and get things started with the play-in tournament games. We haven't talked about that yet. Head out to the Western Conference. Warriors and Lakers. Hell of a game. And moral of the story, LeBron's a crybaby.
1: Oh, you would say that. All, all I had to deal with all week was LeBron slander, LeBron wah, 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 LeBron this. I gotta stay off Instagram for three days because all, all I'm gonna see is LeBron. I, I exactly. Guess we, I guess we don't like uh, watching the Arguably the best player to ever play the game.
0: I guess that's oh, I something we're that. not interested I, in. I didn't say that. I just don't like watching him roll around on the on the ground like he's dying after getting tapped in the eyeball.
1: Mm. Hey, you got to sell it though. He was trying to get the flagrant. He's trying to get the flagrant foul call.
0: He was trying to get Draymond fined. By the way, he was acting. I, I don't thought his mom was going to walk well, out there with a the baby bottle.
2: It, it, it doesn't matter what you take away from the situation. He made that last second shot. I mean. You, you can't take that away from him. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a great shot. It, it was a very great shot. So
1: I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter what you do.
3: I just think you're downplaying getting poked
0: in the eye. Like that hurts. Yeah, I think we even. should go. I think
1: we should all go over there and give Josh a nice little poke
0: in the eye and see how see how Dude, well he can sure. shoot basketball okay. <laughs> afterwards. No, 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 yes, no. Shut up. Yes, yes, yes. Shut yes. up. Shut up. <laughs> don't talk right now because that is absolute. Idiot! I, that's just so stupid. Uh, so stupid. I've been poked in the eye before, and I didn't squirm on the ground for two minutes, banging on the ground, crying for my mama.
1: Yeah, but the, the thing is, you're talking a lot of talk. I just want to see you walk the walk. You know, I've never, I've never I'm actually poke me in the eye. I will
0: let you poke me in the eye, right. and can, I might just I have, can, have to. I
1: might just have to.
0: Can put it on Instagram and tag me, tag LeBron, and hopefully he reposts it. I, I hope. I don't know. Hopefully he sees it and he can see that me. Somebody who doesn't spend millions of dollars on my body a year can withstand getting poked in the eye for. I get probably, I, honestly, I wouldn't even fall to the ground. I would just stand here and be like, ouch, a little boo boo, I'm good. Okay, get on, get on with yourself. You're like you 250 have, pounds, 6'8, you spend millions of dollars on your body. And you're going to roll around on the ground every time you get tapped.
2: I'm aware of that, but like at the same time, like that's still 6'8, 250, but it's your eyeball. Your weight can't affect the way your eyeball gets poked. That makes no sense.
0: <laughs> You're proving my point. It's 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 his eyeball. Why is he rolling on the ground, huh? Well, that's it, like that's I. I,
2: curty, I, I well, well, courteous of Instagram, it's the same way. Like
0: that's like you, that. that's like the opposite. Like, what if you kicked me in the shin and I was like, I can't see anymore?
2: Well, no, not even that. Just like the way his eye was bloody. Like, I mean, you could tell bloody. that.
1: Hey, it, was shot. it was a little bloodshot. It was a little bloodshot. He had to get some eye it drops. It really in. was. <sighs>
0: my point is, he shouldn't have been rolling around on the ground. Kobe can get up after an ACL tear and shoot free throws.
2: Well, that's Kobe, not LeBron.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, my point. LeBron's a baby. Kobe is a grown all, man.
3: All right. What,
0: uh... Wild game, though. Wild game, though. What's your takeaways? Other um, than that. My. Yeah.
3: My takeaway is that I'm worried if I'm a Lakers fan, uh the Warriors are were clearly a bad team, one man one man team at that. Uh they struggled to win. They were down big early in the game and at halftime. Uh they they did come back and pull it out, but I mean, like you said, it was an embarrassing performance to only be, beat that team by 3 and then following up with a loss against the Suns in game 1. So I think I'm officially worried if I'm a Lakers fan.
0: Devin, what you got? Uh,
3: I'm not. I'm
1: not. Uh, I'm not too concerned, just because I think you know they're still they're still trying to regroup from their midseason injuries, and you know even in that last regular season game, LeBron retweet uh, retweaked his ankle. So you know I think they kind of took some time to gel in the first half. Uh, they kind of got it handled in the first half, and. Um, LeBron and A D definitely were struggling uh, at the gate. But then, you know, they turned it around at halftime, um, came together, performed when it mattered most, uh, and were able to clutch it up down the stretch. So, you know, I think they'll definitely still they're still trying to, you know, come together as a cohesive unit, but they have the title run to fall back on. So, you know, I wouldn't uh I'm not too concerned yet, but you know, maybe maybe on down the road if they don't get things uh, situated against the Suns, they could be looking at a early exit.
0: Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, the Warriors, bad team. I'm worried if I'm the Lakers. They had to start triple teaming Curry in the second half. I mean, it was, it was, it was kind of embarrassing. And as far as the Suns go, they just, tonight, they looked like, like Buku's better. Like, they were obviously the more complete team. Like, the facilitating was better. The defense was better. I mean, everything was better. They were getting out-rebounded. DeAndre Ayton was killing it on the boards. And, I mean, that's... If you're not going to have the aggression on the boards, then you're not going to be able to win games in the playoffs. And that's that's one of the reasons why Suns won, even with Chris Paul having a, a bit of a shoulder injury. Hopefully he's all right. So I don't want the Lakers to win this. But, um, yeah, I mean, McHale Bridges and Jay Crowder, they're just significant two-way players. I mean, got you on the defensive end. and They also space the floor well on the offensive end. I just feel like the Lakers don't have as many guys that can do that. I mean, they have the star talent, but... They don't have a lot backing AD and LeBron, so you know we'll see how it goes. But um, they they beat the Warriors, so they're in the playoffs and lost Game One.
1: I, I'm really I'm really confused why you know um, they just don't play AD at the five literally every single minute that he's on the court. I mean, we saw when they switched to, switched to that kind of in the second half against the Warriors, it worked worked wonders for the Lakers offensively. So. You know, I know I've always heard that A D doesn't want to play the five, he wants to play the four, but it just does not work. A D's just a five. Whether he likes it or not, he is what he is. He can be a stretch five. I mean he has to shoot threes better than what he's shooting, but he can be a stretch five. But the fact that they're trying to play Drummond as many minutes as they are, um Yeah, it's just it's just not working.
0: Yeah, they just have a lot of guys that can't space the floor well in offense. Drummond. Yeah, they're yeah. Re-
1: they're relying on Alex Caruso a lot. Like I understand he's good on defense, but I, I think Kuzma should be getting more minutes. Drummond should be getting less. I, they figured out they can't play Montrose-Harrell, which you know the Clippers figured out last season. So I'm now I'm confused why the Lakers wanted Montrose-Harrell, because we knew that you couldn't play montrose Harold in a playoff series. <laughs> we we talked about it. You can go back and listen to our preseason podcast. Like we talked about this. Uh, this was something we all knew, and I guess the Lakers front office missed it. Unlucky.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, Aiton made made him look so bad tonight. Lakers got to figure it out. They got to get some more offensive power. I mean, they played Wes Matthews a lot. Um, he's good on defense, but you know, if he's not taking many shots at all, I mean, if he's playing 18 minutes and getting you know like two shots up, that's just an offensive liability at that point. Like, there's there's no reason to have him out there because then the defense can just Play tighter. You know they can they can space the floor a little more tighter, and they can allow for more steals, and they can clog up the paint, and it'll be harder to score. So he's what as, Josh
1: he's what Josh calls, and I quote, a waste of space.
0: Offensively, yeah, they they wasted him tonight. They completely wasted him. So I I, I stick by that statement. He's out there for defense, and that's that's a good thing. But when you're not getting any shots up, I mean, you, you have to score basketball. It's the whole objective: score goals put people out there that don't get shots up. You don't score goals. Tony
1: Allen would like a word with you, I think.
0: Tony Allen played in a different era, okay? Oh, okay. Tony Allen played before Steph Steph Curry came along. Era
1: argument, I got you.
0: It's valid. Valid. (laughs) Valid. Steph Curry came along and he was like, oh, everybody throw up threes all the time. Offense, offense, offense. So that's what the game's based around. So you got to have shooters. Wes Matthews, he can shoot. He can shoot. He's just not. And he's missing, but when he does, he, he takes two shots a game. He misses them both. I don't know. So that's that's where I stand on West Matthews. Let's uh, let's get on to the other playing game though. Spurs and Grizzlies. Grizzlies beating the Spurs. Grizzlies beating the Jazz right now, actually, as we speak too. But uh, yeah, I mean, what what what, what sticks out? Uh, Demar
1: Derozan's an impending free agent, so. We got that to look forward to. Yeah, I, 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 the game was really uninspiring. Not a lot stood out to me. Um, the Spurs were, you know, a train wreck the last few months, and uh, you know, no, no, nothing, nothing really uh, shocking in that result. So, rather uninspiring game. Um, I'm interested to see where Demar Derozan goes. You know, this offseason, though. So that's the headline of this game for me. I agree,
2: but at the same time, like that entire game, uh, at one point um, the Grizzlies were leading as much as twenty-one. So, at at, at the same time, the playing game didn't even look like a playing game. It really didn't. Uh, Valencia Unis put up twenty-three and twenty-three, so it it was a. It seemed like a one-sided affair, especially for the Grizzlies and Spurs and for how Popovich coaches his team. It just seemed a very one-sided affair, and I didn't it, – it, it didn't seem like a game. It really didn't.
0: Yeah, wasn't this like the first time the Spurs have ever missed the playoffs two years in a row since Pop has been coaching or something like that?
2: since the 90s, since we were alive, to say the least, but
0: Spurs just I, I, I often forget they're a basketball team anymore. Nobody thinks about the Spurs.
1: Yeah, it's just like, it's just not a team that you enjoy watching, like anyone enjoys watching. Like,
0: DeMar DeRozan is your
1: best player, he's shooting mid-range jumpers the entire game, like right. Yaka Purtle is now their center after Aldridge like, ah. Like, Deshante Murray was a nice draft find, and then Kelvin Johnson's been decent, but...
0: But then they're like, let's give Rudy Gay 30 minutes. Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: But, I mean, they did lead at a certain point during the game, but, like, they already had uh, blown a lead towards the mid-fourth quarter, somewhere around there, so it it didn't... and when they blew the lead, the, the Grizzlies looked like they already took the game over again. So I, I I don't know what was going on there.
0: Yeah. Anybody got tabs on what uh, Devin Vassell's been up to?
1: Not much of anything.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: As, as Devin
2: said, DeJounte Murray, you know, y'all know how. I'm terrible with names, but like he did triple double in that loss. Like he actually put effort towards that game and a couple of bench players as well, but it it just didn't seem like it was working well. All right.
3: Ah, uh, that's that's the best result the Spurs could have could have asked for. I think they all they all wanted the the season to end, and I'm just glad the better team won.
0: All right. All right, well there's the uh Eight seed games uh, or the seven seed games for the Western Conference. Let's go ahead and get onto the eight seed game here: uh, Grizzlies and Warriors. And honestly, kind of shockingly, as you know, as well as the Warriors played against the Lakers, they ended up losing to the Grizzlies. So, wow, yeah, John Morant put up thirty-five. What do you guys take away? This was probably the best playing game
2: in the entire uh, play-in or play-in tournament. To say the least. I uh you know, I, I went to Lex Live, bowled a little bit, and I watched the game on the TVs and uh this was uh this was probably the best game to watch. Coming out of OT and everything, and uh watching John Morant do what he needed to do and Steph Curry averaging thirty eight a game in the play uh play in tournaments itself. Uh, he did all he could, but at at the end of the, at the end of the time, it just, it just looked like the Grizzlies were a better team overall compared to Golden State as like a whole team. So it it was nice to see that. I, I love watching, I, I guess you could say the underdog during this, but it, it, at the same time, like, they didn't play like an underdog. They they kept the lead most of the game. Like, they were keeping up with Golden State, and then they got that A seed. So, I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, al- they also kind of made the Warriors struggle on offense. They, like, had double the amount of steals the Warriors had at the end of the game, and the Warriors just had, like, I think had, like 25 turnovers or something like that. They were just turning the ball over left and right. they they just did not look fluent out there. I mean the the pace the pacing was off for the Warriors and the Grizzlies took advantage of that. You know? So yeah, I, only I have a whole lot to about that. I,
1: I was I was uh, really watching this game closely kind of down the stretch because you know as we saw as we saw kind of late down the season the main problem for the Grizzlies at the end of games was the fact that teams just didn't respect John Moran's ability to shoot three points. Uh, three-point field goals, and, you know, he he demonstrated in that game against the Warriors that he was more than capable, he, he went five for ten, and, you know, as, as um, the defense kind of, you know, continued to respect his ability to shoot threes and kind of pushed up, he was really able to get to a spot and kind of hit mid-range floaters, you know, off the bounce, so, you know, I think he really opened up the, his ability to drive and attack the basket, uh, especially in overtime after he kind of hit some threes earlier in the game. So he was really able to penetrate, find some mid-range angles, um, and hit some nice floaters, especially to close out the game. So I like seeing that from Joe. I think that's a big step for him in his career. And then, you know, I think the really the important thing you saw from the Grizzlies was just the fact that they had a lot of role players that were just able to contribute, especially on both ends of the court. Um, Kyle Anderson was terrific on defense, uh, made a lot of heady plays. And then, you know, him and Dylan Brooks on offense were just able to, you know, kind of, Space the floor, make right and smart decisions. And they got good minutes from Grayson Allen and Xavier Tillman off the bench. So, you know, they were really just more of a complete team than the Warriors. And, you know, once Steph had to kind of defer and he was getting double teamed a lot and trying to, trying to get, let Draymond make some plays. We saw, we saw how that did not work. <laughs> 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 so, so yeah, I mean, like, I like, I love at the end of the game, you know, Steph gets double teamed to half court, passes to Draymond. Draymond has a four on three with three seconds left takes the worst layup i have ever seen barely <laughs> hits the backboard i'd rather see steph shoot a double team like 35 foot like come on what is that draymond, the, draymond posted a triple double this guy uh, is terrible at basketball changed my mind
0: <laughs> i love the memes kind of making fun of lebron too but where he said i had a picture of draymond and it had quotes that i saw three rims so i shot for the left one <laughs> 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 the that's
2: good i like that i like that all
0: right well that's in for the western player uh, play in games let's get on to the eastern <laughs> play in games go ahead and do the games for the seven seeds uh first off we had the pacers and the hornets and uh devin was right pacers uh they, they plowed for the hornets got it done got the job done and sent the hornets a nice goodbye.
2: I would just like to say that this man Devin did a three v one complete debate. We we all said the Hornets. He said Pacers, and he came out on this top. It, it, it looked like the Pacers knew what they were doing more so than the Hornets. Granted, uh, some of their players weren't all healthy. Uh, especially the mellow with that wrist, you know, it it, it takes a lot on you, especially if it's your shooting wrist, but at the same time, you can't put that all on the team. It it, it looked like just the Pacers were a better overall team during that entire game. They knew what they were doing. It, It just looked like a more team effort than the Hornets had. It's just it just, it didn't look right, really.
3: See, this just makes me feel stupid because I didn't feel good about picking the Hornets. I don't know why I picked them. And now I see that, you know, it was easy. It was an easy pick and I just got it wrong because I think it felt too easy. Uh, you know, the Hornets just didn't play defense. That's what it comes down to. They didn't play defense. They didn't feel like guarding anybody. And uh, yeah, I I'm just, I'm just feel very dumb, dumb right now.
0: Yeah, I oh, feel I, I, I feel dumb too because usually I feel like, pretty dumb. Yeah, preseason preseason especially. You can go back and listen to our clips. I'm usually a pretty big big advocate for the the Pacers. I don't know why I went went against that. Um, I regret it, Devin. You're right. I'm sorry. Forgive me. And um, hey, go ahead and, clip, us, go
1: ahead and clip that. Go forgive ahead and clip that. Go ahead and that,
0: boy.
1: I mean, yes, yeah, I mean, you, you know, it just you know Terry Rozier was cold from three, which really you know was worrisome for the Hornets. Uh, He's probably been their main uh, main, you know, offensive contributor um, from the guard position. So you coupled that with the fact that the is still not hundred percent and then, you know, the Pacers were just able to kind of exploit their advantage on the interior. I really felt like that was kind of the biggest the biggest difference in the game. Uh they had good ball movement. Overall Brogdon was really, you know, key in kind of distributing the ball and then you know, Brissett and Sabonis really did work on the interior, so uh yeah, you know, I'll take I'll take twenty one from Dougie McBuckets also. So I was, I wasn't counting on that in my pre <laughs> pre game prediction, but yeah, I mean, I really just felt like a case of taking the best player, and that was Sabonis. Yeah, and then you know he got some help from his team as well. So
2: when when I watched that game and I watched Dougie McBuckets drain those two or three threes coming from the end, I was like, ah. Eh. This isn't even a game. Yeah, it's gonna going to yeah, be a long night. It's going to be a long night. I already knew what was going on. I knew what was going to happen. So I was like, yeah, good for the Pacers. I, I, they are more of a complete team than the Hornets. But like me, Josh, and Chad said, like we put youth over experience, and we probably shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, like, we you can't blame us but
0: <laughs> i mean i was just rolling with the hornets cuz they were they were they were hot well
2: yeah they were also on a hot streak and coming into the playoffs running off a a winning streak at that so we we were just going with momentum more so than anything and but at the same time it it, it just didn't work out right
0: yeah Let's get on to the other uh, play-in game from the East starting out. Uh, Wizards and Celtics. Celtics won. Jason Tatum. Go for it, Chad.
3: Oh, oh. Oh. I'm, oh, I'm awake. Okay. Yeah, this just confirms that we were all right about the Celtics. I don't care that they won. I don't care that they won by 18. You know, Jason Tate, they the Wizards got beat by two players. Okay? They got beat by two players. Tatum got, dropped 50. And I think Kemba dropped 30. 20 and 29. 29, 29. Yep. Um, yeah, just, you know, when someone gets the hot hand, you got to, you know, guard them. I guess they just wanted them to just shoot at will. Will, I guess. I know. I don't know. That's what the Wizards have done all seasons. Play poor defense. Um, uh, but yeah, the, I still don't think the Celtics are good. And I was very disappointed in, in the Wizards. I thought they would be better than that.
2: Well, you can't take away 50 points from Jason Tatum himself. I mean, that's a individual performance, not much of a team performance. But you can't take that away from him, and it it, it certainly showed in the box score that the Wizards just didn't have that um, firepower to keep up with the Wizards. So it it was just a little different, and um, 50 points from anybody is hard to come by. So hearing that come, especially in a play in tournament and this, uh, new, uh, age of tournament games and trying to give everybody a chance to get in. It, you can't take that away from them. So I, I do appreciate that.
0: Wizards just could not shoot. They shot like no, 14. three. exactly. Yeah. Garbage. They're like, at that point, like, it, it's a, it's a no-brainer. No the Celtics are going to win. And you shoot 14% and you throw up 21 threes and you only make three of them. That's god-awful. Then you resort to Ish Smith to put up 17 points for you, of all people. Like, that, that embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it really just didn't feel like Bradley Beal was all the way healthy either. You know, that's kind of one of the main things you can kind of feel from the, the course of the game. But... Yeah, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me in Tatum's performance um, was his willingness and ability to attack, um, attack the interior uh, quite often. And he, he resulted in a uh, 17 free throws as a result and made all of them. So, yeah, I think that's kind of one thing that Tatum's really kind of you know struggled with, regressed with a little bit. And it was just this you know, you know, kind of in not not necessarily inability, but you know, unwillingness to attack the rim consistently. He's just settling too much for perimeter jump shots, um, but when when we saw him uh, kind of in his peak, he was always attacking the rim, kind of looking to looking to get downhill, and you know we see we've seen what he can do when he does that. So I think as long as Tatum has that uh, aggressive mindset and continues to continues to perform like this, uh, instead of you know just shooting perimeter jump shots all the time, uh, I think this guy's the limit for Tatum.
0: Yeah, I think I think Devin touched on this last week too. I was going to bring up the Wizards. Why are they just giving all these minutes to Alex Len and Robin Lopez? I, I you don't got know, Daniel, Daniel Gafford, Gafford, who's actually doing yeah, right. very, very <laughs> solid, efficient. I love Daniel. I look. love
1: Daniel Gafford, and he's just not playing nearly enough. It's insane to me. He played great. He played. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but he played great in the game against the uh, Pacers. Yeah, and he's still only got twenty two minutes. I I don't know. I don't know what Scotty Brooks needs to see, um, but apparently it's. Um, not good enough for him, I don't uh, know, double-double 15-13 in twenty two minutes, great well, on defense, it's
2: also, I don't know
1: at Couldn't the same you.
2: time, I mean, it's skate, er, Scott Brooks, so you, you can't put that on him, he's not exactly the smartest coach in the league, does to it take,
1: the league, does it take somebody with a room temperature IQ to identify the fact that Daniel Gafford's oh, no. better than oh, Alex Linn?
0: <laughs> why room temperature? <laughs> it's, what like, so, it's like
1: 70-something right, it's like low 70s, like a low 70 IQ, that's pretty oh that's okay pretty
0: embarrassing. I, I, I get what you're saying now okay yeah, yeah like yeah. what on earth i like that i like that did you come up with that
1: no that's a that's an expression it's a phrase
0: oh. okay well i'm glad you told me that
1: yeah so next time i tell you you have room temperature iq just now you should be insulted
0: actually i keep my room really really hot so oh, okay yeah like 200 degrees
1: Oh, Plus. okay, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah sweating in his chair. Yeah, I, I guess that's why he's always
0: drenched. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Daniel Gafford, he's playing more. Wizards lost that. Jason Tatum, 50, they won it. Let's get on to the next and final play-in game of the Eastern side. The Pacers and Wizards. Wizards ran through the Pacers. Wizards ran
2: through the Pacers. I was about to say, this game just looked one-sided from the tip of the ball. It it didn't look right. Uh, the, The Pacers, I don't know what happened. I don't know if they had a few drinks before the game. They were just celebrating a little too easily. Like, it just didn't look like a game. Especially to come out almost 30 points behind, almost 25. Like... It just didn't look like a game. It really didn't.
3: Well, unfortunately, that's what I think has been the Pacers' problem all season. They look good one night, and they look completely terrible another night, so you never know what Pacers' team you're going to get. Exactly, yep. And unfortunately, it cost them a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the big problem, you know, really started at the start of the second quarter when, you know, the Wizards went on that 16-0 run, and, you know, just really felt like it kind of fell apart for the second unit for the Pacers. Um, you know, which is really unfortunate, but they just, I don't know, it just felt like they just kind of struggled um, as a collective. They didn't necessarily uh, have the ability to, you know, um, to make perimeter shots as well as they had, and then the Wizards were lighting it up from deep. So, you know, it was just unfortunate that the start of the second quarter, things kind of got away from them, and they were never really able to claw back in, especially in the third quarter. So. You know, once they got down by enough, uh, they kind of raised the red flag, Uh white flag. My bad. But, you know, it's unfortunate. I really, you know, I'm excited to see the Wizards in the playoff. Uh, I'm glad they made it, because um, just, uh, like, the Pacers just didn't have enough firepower um, throughout the course of the season. Uh, they went under on their on their wins total, so, you know, it was a bad season for them. Uh, sucks that TJ Warren and Miles Turner got hurt, and then Karis LeVert was out for protocol this week, so... That was that was unfortunate. I think things could have gone differently if they had Karras, but. And they were just a little shorthanded against the Wizards, it felt like.
2: Yeah. Do, do you think if Indiana wasn't as hurt as much as they would, they would have
0: won that
1: game? Oh, 100%. I think, yep. you know, if they have Karras, they probably win.
0: But, I think you know. Definitely right. if they have Karras and Miles Turner, they definitely win. you oh, right. right. Or TJ yeah. or,
1: Like, if they have two of those three, I think it's wraps, and I think if they have Karras, which we recorded before, we knew that news, but.
0: If it's all three, honestly, I feel like they make the playoffs to begin with.
1: Yeah, they just had terrible injury luck this entire course of the season, and they were all relying a lot on some players who probably shouldn't be on the court in a play-in game. Jay McConnell. Kesha Stanley, Keelan Martin, I, Keelan Martin. What you're starting? Like, Justin Holiday, Dougie McBuckets. Like O'Shea Brissett well, is— Well, Justin like, Holiday
2: I, isn't too bad, but at the same time, I mean,
1: is he a starter? You don't for want to start him team? in a
2: playoff game. Yeah, at the like I was saying, like you don't want to start him in a playing game. So yeah,
1: that's my point. Yeah, like, you know, like you know, you're just going having minutes go from T.J. Warren to Justin Holiday. I, I think that says everything it needs to.
2: Yeah. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, but it was just it was just a rough year for the Pacers as a whole. So it's unlucky, but you know I'm excited to see him bounce back. Hopefully next season.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, well
1: that'll do it for this play-in tournament edition of From the Sidelines. Hope you guys enjoyed. You can find us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at FTSPOD, at FTSPod. Feel free to go ahead and drop us a follow. You can check out our website as well as Josh mentioned at the top of the show. We got a ton of content on there. Um, so feel free to check it out, fdspod.com. That's f t s p o d . c o m dot C-O-M. And as always, you can always feel free to send us any questions you'd like or any comments or feedbacks. Uh, feel free to send us an email.
2: Oh, oh, better yet, tell Devin how the Knicks are going to come out on top
1: of this series. Just let him know. I mean, the Hawks already won a road game one. We're we're looking. We're sitting pretty. That's <laughs> it's all good for him. Send so
0: Devin a uh, note telling him that he has a room temperature IQ.
1: Oh, yes, exactly. do, do that. Do do that. I would, <laughs> yeah, we'd, we'd appreciate that. You can send us you can send that to us at the FTSPod at gmail.com.
0: Bye, have a great time. time.
2: Bye.